the TikTok thing. And then I just stopped because I was like, okay, I can't dance in front of a camera. I don't <laughs> feel comfortable doing that. Um, and when Reels first came out, if you see my first Reel, oh my gosh, cringe. <laughs> but, you know, I thought you had to do the dancing thing. Um, but after a lot of just trial and error, um, I finally have come to a point where I can just pump them out quickly. I, I've created a system where it's like, okay, dun, 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 you go and you record and you know what you're doing. Um, and I think... Hey guys, welcome to the Social De La Rosa Show, hosted by yours truly, Wendy De La Rosa, where we dive in deep in social media strategies, tips, and trends, as well as mindset and entrepreneurship. If you haven't hit subscribe, please feel free to do so now. Let's go ahead and dive in. A little chat about social media trends. Um, so I would just like to, I'll ask the questions. And we'll just have a conversation. Anyone can go first and we'll just kind of chat. And then all of you that are following here, you guys are, feel free to um, answer any questions and even share it with your followers that you're watching this so they can join us. So we want the more people, the merrier. We're here to help and serve value. Um, our mission is to help women grow, mompreneurs, real estate agents, small business owners, everybody just to feel um to learn social media with ease and so that's what we're here for so yeah this is yeah. pretty cool though right it's the first time i'm using rooms on instagram yeah. where Me we're too. four it's pretty exciting i know that they have rooms on um facebook inside facebook groups but it's in like unlimited whereas here we're i think limited just to just four um yeah so what do you guys think it's completely different i actually like it better i feel like it's like i feel like we're in like a little clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> rooms on Instagram. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I looked up and I was like, okay, how to join a room? This is my first time. So I and you saw me, Wendy, I was texting you like, wait, at the time, I just wanted to make sure I was, you know, everything was gonna go smoothly. So I like it, though. It's pretty cool. I'm digging it. It's pretty easy so far. Yeah. yeah, I like this too. All right, Wendy. So what is your first question for us? Well, we were just talking about the new trends that are rolling now. And I think since all of us, you know, we are, um, working with multi companies and businesses. So, you know, we are obviously being the first to know about social media trends and new futures that are coming out and new updates. So I kind of want to have a discussion, like, how are you guys handling it? And are you guys um, diving into the new trends or the new futures that for, for example, this is a new one for, for both of you guys or for most of you guys, and we're diving into it one week into it. So um, let's just talk about that. Like, are you guys joining clubhouse? Are you joining the rooms on Facebook? Um, are you planning to use rooms more here on Instagram? So who wants to start? Yeah, so I'll go. Um, I'm definitely planning to rooms, use rooms here on Instagram more often. This is pretty awesome. I love that there's like a connection where we're all talking. I feel like we're all four of us here. We're moderators. It feels like it really feels like a clubhouse setting. Only that we could see each other and like everybody else can leave some comments. Um, but yeah, I love what's going on with Instagram and all the changes they're making um and yeah the new platform as well clubhouse i'm definitely on clubhouse i have five invites if anybody wants to get in on there um you will have to leave me your phone number <laughs> or send me a message um and i can get you onto uh the platform as well uh, a lot of people may not know what clubhouse is but right now i think it's got to be it's only for for users who have iphones right mm-hmm Yes. So it's only for users who have iPhones. Um, I think they're actually in the works of trying to get on um, Android users as well. I think it might take a while. 
but uh, it's just for iPhone right now. And uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So Tina, if I can elaborate on your on your answers, how are you planning to utilize these platforms? Like, what are you, what are you planning to talk about? I mean, are you going to go, um, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to build communities or? Yeah, so a lot of, a lot of what I'm doing now, especially with, um, with uh, Clubhouse is like community building. So there is this, page that I go on this this I would say room that I go on to every morning uh it's called Montreal Connected and it's about people in my community over here but we also have people from Florida from Tampa popping in some people from California popping in so it's pretty interesting um and we've got a few DJs in there we've got a you know so it's a lot of like networking community everyone's talking and you know anybody needing help with something everyone's so helpful um it's pretty like I don't know it's pretty awesome I love being on Clubhouse so would you say that they're using that more like kind of like an exclusive Facebook group, like a community group? Because I mean, it yes sounds no, like... because it's open to anybody. Oh, okay. right. It's open to anybody. It's not exclusive. Like I said, it's it's a Montreal connected group. It started with people from Montreal, but we've got people from all over. We've got people from California, from Miami. Um, actually, yeah, from Tampa. Uh, we have people from the States coming in. It's really, uh, it's really awesome. We even had some people actually from Europe coming in too. So like we're open to everybody, but it's a pretty cool community where we, you know, where they're on in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, in the evening. And tonight they're having a Zoom party. The DJs are going to play some music. <laughs> it's really different. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you ladies? How are you? Are you guys on Clubhouse yet? Are you using it? Yeah. So I have been um, listening in on rooms. I haven't hosted my own room yet, but I guess from my perspective, for my clients who are in the salon industry, I don't know, I'm still kind of feeling it out because I'm not sure like if their clients, their, you know, everyday clients coming in to get their hair cut are mm -hmm. on Clubhouse yet. So I guess I'm trying to, I think it's helpful as far as like um, business building, like on the coaches end, as far as... Yeah, like who I'm, who my audience is, I'm not sure it would benefit them because I don't know if those people are on Clubhouse yet because I'm pretty sure it's still invite only, right? Sorry. Yeah, right. there's quite a few people on it already. And if you have an iPhone, um, you get quite a few invites. I've, I've had quite a few and I have like five now. So if anybody needs, let me know, ladies. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Angela, yeah. I think that on, on for like the beauty industry, because you work with more brick and mortar businesses. So yeah, you're kind of right for you to coach your hairdresser to go on clubhouse it might not be like as like lucrative for her to gain clients immediately but at least it would get her that brand recognition right. um if she was like the expert in doing a certain um hair treatment or hair service she can go in there and have chats about like how to well i guess you can't really do how to style your hair because you need to like see it but she can talk about you know um maybe tips and trends and have like hold a little room you know, talking about hair issues, maybe people that are going bald or people that are like losing their hair or people that are having challenges with their hair. Um, that would be a great way to serve, but then also get that like brand awareness. I don't see Clubhouse yet. Like you can't really get like geolocation. Oh, yeah. That's I right. haven't seen that yet either. So that's but why I feel I, like it's, it's also like, like, um, I would say like a podcast where anybody could just come on and talk and ask their questions and, mm -hmm. or like a radio kind of thing. I don't know. I see it as that. So every morning, like I'll be listening to it. There's a topic people are talking. You could just join in on the conversation if you want to. If you don't, you just sit back and listen. You know, you, you have the option, but there's different topics going on. There's so many different rooms, you know, some, some are talking about social media. Some are talking about, you know, whether it's the beauty industry. I've seen that before. You were, I think you were on a room. Um, was it today or yesterday? 
Uh, uh, I Wendy. was on one last night. Yeah, I last was on night. there last night. Yeah. Yeah, you were uh, on one last night. What about night. you, Christina? What do you think? Are you on well, there yet? Yeah, I've listened to a few. Um, I think it's great to be able to build that connection with your audience. I've actually now just been invited to, um, I guess you would say, speak in a few. Um, so that's going to be continued. That's happening next week. So, um, But I think it's a great way to like build a deeper connection with your audience. Sure. My audience is coaches, so they're there. So it's good for me to be there as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm glad that rooms kind of came out at the same time. So this is my first. So this is kind of like getting me prepared for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. Okay, cool. Agreed. Yeah, I've been kind of, I feel like right now it's more of just, um, just going for it, just jumping and using the platform, not only just uh, sneaking and listening in, but feeling okay, of like what's going to interest you? Like, like, for example, if you're a dog mom and you have, you know, you want to talk about your dog stuff or if you're someone that likes to work out, like going in there and just starting a room and letting people join your room and talk about what you, what your interests are. So like, for example, I love planners. I like planning. I like morning rituals. Love I planning. like gratitude journals. So I'm thinking I might just host a room where I'm going to do it like at five in the morning and let people just join me and talk about their morning routines. Like what, what do they feel successful? What's not? So um, it's still something like, like Angela said, I kind of want to use it where for business, obviously, I don't want to be on social media just to suck my time up. So I'm trying yeah, to think sure. of like, how can I use it to yeah, gain, gain that brand awareness? So that's where I'm thinking I'm going to use Clubhouse. 100%. I feel like it's total brand awareness and, and Nabil helps you build connections too, community. I've met so many great people on there. All right. So let's talk about um, Instagram Reels. Uh, let's get real with reels <laughs> what about you girls I mean I know uh well TikTok obviously has been out for a while I did not jump on the TikTok wagon I was kind of like eh I'm gonna fill it out reels Same. came out I started playing around with that and then I was like okay I think I'm okay to go to TikTok so um I've been using it just for fun just playing around with it for more brand awareness too and creating that like personal connection um who wants to go first and talk about reels or TikTok I don't mind. Okay, I'll go. I'll go ahead. So yeah, so as soon as Reels came in, actually, I've never jumped on the, the TikTok wagon. I'm still not on TikTok. Um, I'm like a hardcore Instagram fan. <laughs> so um, yeah, I've started using Reels. Uh, I was posting them once a week. Um, and then things kind of got busy. I stopped for a while. I'm starting to get back onto it. Um, I think it's great for getting discovered right now because Instagram is really pushing um, Reels, right? So I feel like it's great for getting discovered a few follows here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, really depends. I feel like it's fun, right? It depends on what you're, what you're teaching, what you're doing, whether you're teaching, doing something funny or being inspirational. Uh, you know, it's pretty awesome. I don't know. I like it. What about you ladies? Yeah, I think at first I was like, okay, this is another thing I have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of our audience thinks that, right? Like, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah aspect that I have to get on and be active on but I think trying to shift that mindset from it's something I have to do to this is an opportunity to get in front of my audience and get more exposure exactly following um has really helped me because I was like oh, I don't know if I should do this but um it really has like I've seen like a lot of new uh followers and viewers just because they're put the reels are pushing that in the feed right now the algorithm likes it um also i have noticed and i think you guys have probably seen on my stories they're like super glitchy so i feel mm -hmm. like uh yeah. creating the videos on tiktok is more 
is a little bit more user friendly and then posting it over to reels um, has been kind of what I've been playing around with and what I'm finding to be easiest right now. Um, but what do you guys think? Uh, Did you, are you removing that watermark? Logo? I haven't. I was asking Wendy, I'm like, I know you have, you've created a real. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh, yes. I think, is it true that it's, uh, you're not getting as far, as far of the reach if you have that watermark on there? Yeah, so they, they released something that they're not going to be promoting um, other platforms content. They didn't right. first say that it was going to be TikTok, but everybody has been utilizing that way because of the glitches. However, yeah. if you just did the update on Instagram, obviously you must have to do this, you know, for and all that. Um, I was I made a reel the other day and it was not as glitchy. I mean, it was like pretty, pretty good to manage. Yeah. So I would say, um, you know, remove the watermark if you're going to use TikTok. It is easier. Um, and then do do update your Instagram app. <laughs> that should help. So I love reels. Um, nice. When it first came out, I, I tried the TikTok thing. And then I just stopped because I was like, okay, I can't dance in front of a camera. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> doing that. Um, and when reels first came out, if you see my first reel, oh my gosh, cringe. <laughs> but you know, I thought you had to do the dancing thing. Um, but after a lot of just trial and error, um, I finally have come to a point where I can just pump them out quickly. I, I've created a system where it's like, okay, dun dun dun, you go and you record and you know what you're doing. Um, and I think it's great. It's a great way. I was always a huge fan of Instagram stories and be able to use that to like tell a story and show behind the scenes and show like yeah. a day in the life. So I feel like reels is kind of a quick way to condense that and tell a quick story with, you know, mm -hmm. that has value obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I love reels. And now like Wendy, like you're saying, I feel comfortable now where I can maybe go back over to TikTok and start, you know, repurposing some content over there. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I think, I think too, using it as an opportunity to like create those mini commercials, right? To really get your audience to know you on a personal level, but also to provide that value. So um, I always advise my students to like, what kind of value or tips or tricks can you give your audience that they would now see you as the authority? So thinking of it in that way and kind of outlining it first before you just dive in has been beneficial to me. Like, okay, what is this, what is this real going to be about? What um, information or value am I going to provide? And then you can kind of work backwards. Yeah, yeah. I would too recommend like having your content pillars too to align like whatever content that you're talking yeah. about. Um, have that align with your reels, you know, and what I find too, is that a lot of people that I have people that follow me for my personal and people that follow me for my business, they want to see like the fun goofy side of me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I do want to share that too. But then it's like, but I'm using this for business. So I'm, I'm kind of pulled between I don't know what you guys feel. But um, you know, we all have the other side of us too. Uh, so I think always sprinkling that in every now and then is fine. But like you said, stories is really great for that too, to show the behind the scenes of when you're not in work mode, when you're just being a, you know, a mom or just having life. So, um, I think creating, I think yeah, it's, it's also great too, um, to show your brand's personality. You know, there's a lot of people probably doing the same thing as we're all doing. So that's what actually like will help set you apart. They get to that's see right you the person and mm -hmm. connect with your oh I like her that I like her personality or I like her energy her vibe and so I think that's a great way as well yeah, yes sure. agreed awesome all right girl so we're gonna move on to the next topic we're gonna talk about uh community building 
Um, so we want to know what is your favorite platform in community building? So when we're talking about community building, we're talking about just building that awareness, that brown awareness for um, community. So who wants to go? Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> I guess we're going like this, right? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Okay. Loving so, the hearts, guys. Keep dropping yeah. us the hearts. Love yes. That. Let us know if you have any questions in the comments below. Um, so for me, it would be, I'm a diehard fan of Instagram. So I like building my community on Instagram. I also have, I also go onto some Facebook groups where I build some communities in there. And then the new thing, of course, right now is Clubhouse. I've been building lots of new networks and connections over there. So uh, I'm really enjoying that right now. Mm. How much time do you think you spend on each platform? <laughs> That's a good question. In building your community. Oh, my God. All well, day long? <laughs> okay, well, I'm a social media manager. So I am on social media quite a bit. Uh, on my off days, I would say would be like a Sunday. I would try to like stay away from my phone as much as I can. Or sometimes I'll switch it and I'll say like, okay, Saturday, I'm not touching my phone. Um, but I mean, throughout the week, I'm on it from the moment I wake up to the moment I close those eyes oh <laughs> on, and off. on and off. I'm listening. I, I'm on and off it. I can't, I've never really sat there and timed myself, but for my clients, I've been on and off and then for myself and then, you know what I mean? And there's an email that pops up or, you know, I think we should talk. I think another question we talk about is like setting healthy boundaries around social media because, like, I had a discovery call and it was not good. And I would love let's keep that. Oh, I'll, I'll make that number question number five. So, okay, we'll go around. So, talk about community building and how much time and what platforms are you using for that? All right, I'll go next since we're keeping the rhythm. And I apologize in advance. I keep having to like step out of the screen. I'm trying to give my little one these little like Cheerios to keep her busy and Aww. like crawling at my leg and being. <laughs> um, mom life. That's good. So, That's the real you. It's mom life, right? We love it. Okay. This is how we operate, you know? Yeah. I uh, always recommend beauty professionals to build their community inside of a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. um, I think the best way to go about that is to create like a client only almost like a VIP group for yeah. their clients and then they can get in there and they can practice going live if they're uncomfortable with video because you know it's their client so it's not like it's a stranger audience um, and then they can fill last minute appointments by saying hey last minute opening you know 20% off um, anyone that fills this appointment at 12 p.m. So it's a way to fill their books quickly. They can do giveaways, they can ask for reviews. So it's a really good opportunity for them to establish more of that, that trust factor with the clients that they already have and also increase their bottom line by filling those last minute appointments. And then also to update your clients in a community group, um, you know, if they're going on vacation or they won't be in the salon, vice versa. So that's how I recommend my, my beauty professional clients to utilize a community um, because I find Instagram's great and every beauty pro professional loves it and uses it, but it's not the best at this time for like that community aspect by having everyone in one thread type of thing. I love that. That's a great idea because I know with Instagram, it's more of like you have your, you know, competitors following you, you have your clients, you have a mixture, but the Facebook group who can really just, you know, you're giving that value to them. I like that. So that's how you build your own community as well. Cause you have your own Facebook group too, don't you? Yes, correct. Yep. So having, and having people in there that can help each other, right? Because sometimes it's like all that pressure is on me. That. 
be going. But if you start to have that group where people can, uh, you know, provide value for each other, answer each other's questions, mm -hmm. now you really get that community feel. Um, and it also for, you know, beauty professionals, they can promote their products without like feeling salesy because they can give people like updates on, you know, the newest pro hot product for, you know, smoothing their ends or something like that. And um, people are already familiar with their product line. So it's not a cold sale. Right. So would you recommend somebody to have like their Facebook business page and then have the group as a community or have their personal Facebook and then the group? Yeah, so I recommend having obviously their their business page for the salon or if they're a suite owner, and then um, also having a separate Facebook group. Oops. Uh oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. Separate group as well. Okay. Okay, I get that. Oh, poor baby. So if someone else is talking, can you guys hear her in the background? I don't know. Um, yeah, we can hear. I don't think there's a way to mute anybody or anything like that. I don't see anything oh, here. I'm trying Shusher, so it's not a distraction. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> that was good stuff. I was writing that down. Okay. You want to go ahead? Yeah, so um, basically I'm doing, you know, I, I focus a lot on Instagram. Uh, I am part of Facebook groups, but, you know, sometimes I feel the notifications can get a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so I'm really like digging deep and trying to find the most strategic ones to be a part of. Um, but yeah, I've, I have a five-year-old daughter and I like to say it's her world and I just live in it. So <laughs> my schedule pretty much revolves around her. So I have to be very smart with my time and I just, you know, break it up throughout the day when I have, you know, and I set a timer on my phone that I have 15 minutes to like find my ideal audience and start, you know, communicating with and nurturing my audience. Um, and then it's, you know, I, I homeschool her too. So it's kind of just very like strategic chunks throughout the day. Um, but yeah, that is a big thing for me with the Facebook groups. I just feel like I get anxiety when I see all these notifications just coming and coming and coming. And so, um, yeah, basically I've been just focusing a lot on Instagram right now. Mm, good, good. I, I think that that's really great because I know that like um, time blocking and chunking out like for my day since I work full time and I work like I'm all day on that has helped a lot like setting those moments for engaging with your audience for your community, um, you know, utilizing Instagram, but with a strategy. So you know, you're going to go on there, I'm going to go ahead and find my ideal client, I'm going to engage, I'm going to like have fun with it. Um, one of my ways I've been using to grow my audience is um, I do I have a YouTube channel so I promote my YouTube channel and then I'm also doing uh, my blog and I have um, I use I've been using Clubhouse so I'm trying to get on the panels um, I'm not trying to get on the panels I'm raising my hands actually asking questions and I have like a shaky voice and everything but I'm just doing it <laughs> I don't know why I get like I'm like I'm nervous I get heck of nervous and it's just my voice and I'm like, um, uh, I feel like like a little kid and, you know, raising my hand for the first time all scared. Uh, and it's, it's just silly, but I've been doing it. Um, so I'm building my community that way. And I've also uh, been diving into reels. And I think that's also uh, spiking at my community as well. Um, I do Facebook. I only have a few Facebook groups that I'm in that I have pinned. I have notifications off. And so I go in those groups and I check them when I have the time to check them and I engage and I give value and I help others. So I'm always willing to like share my tips and tricks. I'm not, I don't hold anything back. Um, so if anyone sends me a DM or asks questions, I'm always willing to share what I've done and what I know. So that's how I've been building my community. Um, I set a time limit on how much time I spend. So 
I uh, set a timeline for each platform. Um, so I get reminders on my phone, like, hey, you already had spent too much time on TikTok or Instagram. <laughs> and I, I need that. <laughs> yes, I have that set up in my iPhone. Um, and I try not to work on the weekends. Um, I try to plan out my content. So I do have to set my boundaries because, you know, we all we're all busy and we have a life and it's and if we're managing multiple accounts, that can be a struggle, too. So I have those boundaries as well with my clients. Um, so that's all good stuff. I love that. Thank you guys for sharing. We'll go to the next question here. Um, so what is the number one social media strategy that you would offer a small business owner? Okay, so we spoke, about this, we spoke about this a little bit before, Wendy. For me, it would be, it really depends on what their focus is. So if they're looking to grow, um, then I do think um, engaging is super important. So looking to get more followers organically, engaging, trying to find your ideal client through hashtags. And also, um, you know, even if you go to somebody, for example, um, you could go to a, a bigger authority and start messaging people inside uh, the conversation, start having a conversation with them underneath a post, right? Um, there's a few ways to go about it. But yeah, I think for increasing following is that and also right now reels, because like we all know, Instagram is really pushing reels. And, um, you know, you're getting a lot of views from there and getting discovered more. So depending on your content that you have on your um, social media page, if it does resonate with somebody, they will follow you, right? Okay, so if I'm hearing you right, you would say to focus your strategy would be to focus on uh, engagement. And that would be um, finding accounts to engage point. with engaging yeah. in the comments, having dialogue, real genuine conversations, that's as right. well as posting valuable real content. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And also through the hashtags, you could also find your ideal client and, you know, engage with their content, leave real authentic messages so on their posts. So hashtags are not dead. They're not dead. No, they? listen, no, I don't think they're dead. I would say if you're using hashtags to get discovered, like in your posts, um, don't count on that as the only strategy. Cause I feel like that's literally 10% of, you know, what puts everything together. Um, but, uh, yeah, to discover, to actually engage and find people in your ideal client to speak with, to discover other accounts for sure. Go ahead, go straight ahead and use those hashtags. Mm, okay good stuff um i would say to i guess the social strategy for beauty professionals to really figure out and find where your audience is right don't try to be everywhere in all those social or on all the social platforms because it's overwhelming i think we all yeah. feel pressure i gotta do this this so find where your audience is. If they're 40 on up, then Facebook's probably going to be the best platform for you. If it's, you know, 18 to 35, Instagram um, typically is going to be the platform for you. So find where your audience is, where you're getting that the biggest response, and then do video on that platform. So that's where you're going to get the engagement and the views. So, you know, if it's Instagram, get on the real train. And if it's Facebook, get on that Facebook live train and just provide that value to the audience, become uh, a content create creator alongside a service provider, and you're going to grow your audience pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know, keeping it simple, really, it doesn't, I think that we, we overcomplicate and we convolute all of us in our brain, and it stresses us out. So I'm all for simple organic strategies. Ooh, I like that. That's really good. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I work with early stage mompreneurs who are just starting out on Instagram. So for me, the first thing is always like getting your foundation straight, which is your profile mm -hmm. and making sure that's like ready and it communicates to your audience what it is that you do. What are you bringing to the table? Um, that's like the first, first, first thing that I, I'm big on, you know, putting together a strategy, like a plan. What are you going to post? So it's not just, you know, overwhelming and you're constantly trying to create content on the fly. Um, and then my biggest thing is community management. I used to work for the Estee Lauder companies and built multiple accounts within there and in the company. And my thing was community management, really nurturing though that audience that you have and building like those strong and authentic relationships with your audience. And I yeah. think that's the most important. It's not really the follower account. It's more having the right people and building that true really, relationship yeah. with your audience. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, well, you guys took everything, so I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would think for a small business owner strategy, I would recommend is review, like setting your goals. I would say setting your, your goals of what you want to achieve using social media. So, not just about I want to gain followers, but actually saying, what is this going to bring me? Like, what do I want to do? So setting your intentions and your goals, and then also spending the time to review your insights, spending the time to understand and learn the platforms. So I think some people think, oh, I'm going to join Instagram. Everyone's, you know, getting clients from Instagram. I'm going to start putting pictures up and I'm going to get clients. It doesn't work that way. You have to at least understand the tools, learn some of the strategies, implement them, test them, try them, see what is resonating with your audience. Everybody's different. Um, I like what Angela said about video, uh, you, you know, creating video, making it easier, like just creating video. If you're natural on camera and you're okay with recording video, then use that, become a content creator. Um, so I, I think that the strategy I would say is really knowing your game plan and then always like looking at it and reviewing it and seeing if it's working out like the way it's supposed to be. That's good. Wendy, do we have the comments off? Um, it looks like it. I don't see them rolling in. Yeah, I think it's because you started a live. So you have the control for that. There we okay, go. This is three joined. Okay. So can you guys see the comments? Yep. Where am yeah, I in your guys' picture? You guys are, well, T uh, Tina and I are up here on top. Same. <laughs> I'm like, where are you guys? Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. I wish the comments were like on the side or something because it's like, it's kind of hard to see everyone's it's face. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that is great. Um, and then the next one would be, uh, what are your guys' favorite tools to use for social media, whether it's designing content, organizing content, or networking? <laughs> Bye, Tina. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. So what would you guys say? This is going to be a good one. So whoever is watching right now, take some notes because uh, we're going to be dropping some stuff, some good nuggets here for you guys. Okay, wait, what was the question? I want to hear partially of it because oh, I okay. it out. Uh, the question was, what are your um, favorite tools to use? Creating yeah. content, mm -hmm. um, organizing content, and networking. Nice. Okay. So you don't have for... to, you don't have to answer all of them. You can answer one or a few. I mean, you might have different answers because since we're all working in different industries, so yeah. it might be different. Yeah. So for creating, um, I love using Canva. I'm sure a lot of you ladies do too, especially with all the updates, you know, they're she getting took that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially with all the updates, they're getting, uh, so much better. Honestly. Um, I enjoy the, the Canva for, for design. 
Um, and then for guesting, organizing my clients, I like to use Drive or Dropbox. Um, and then I also use Trello. Um, I like to use the Trello for projects, different projects. Um, and then the last one was networking. Yeah, networking tools. Like, do you, is there any tools that you use that help with that to make things Ooh. easier? Uh, well, apps. I use apps for networking, not tools necessarily. But I mean, for me, like I mentioned before, Instagram. Um, I've met some great people on Instagram. I've met some awesome people in Facebook groups and also um, uh, Clubhouse. So those are my three uh, platforms I've been using for networking. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes there's some, like, plugins on Chrome or, like, you can plug in to help with, um, you know, communicating or networking. So I just – that's why I asked that question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, Canva, obviously. Uh, I like to use Planoly for mm -hmm. scheduling content um, and kind of dumping all my pictures in there, organizing that along with captions. And then also – I, w I would say that like in-person networking, I know that's, you know, a completely different world with COVID, but it's not dead. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like the best clients and relationships I've had is truly just like meeting people in person still. So, you know, depending on where you live, if that's an opportunity, um, get involved with that because you really build that rapport and uh, trust with people um, when it's face to face. And mm -hmm. then also like, I would recommend for anyone trying to build a business is like stay connected in masterminds. I think um, like managing your mind is the biggest part about being a business owner. Right. And having that like accountability and that support and someone and a group to like pick you up and encourage you to keep going when you feel discouraged. Um, those are, you know, a little bit, they're not like digital tools, but I think they're like immensely helpful. Oh, yeah, especially for a small business owner, because you feel like nobody understands you and like you're by yourself. It's like struggle. That's a good one. Yes. Sorry. Bro. No, no. <laughs> like everyone else, I use Canva. I love Canva. Um, yeah. They have the free version. I highly recommend the, pay ver the paid Same. version just because you can organize your stuff in folders, multiple folders. So that's what keeps me mm -hmm. sane. If not, it's like designs just everywhere. Um, Flick, I love the app Flick for my hashtag research and creating my hashtag groups. It's, you know, my time is like, I got to be very efficient. So I love Flick and I use Trello as well to pretty much keep my life in order. I have <laughs> a, a project management background, so I used to use that as well before. And I just, you know, tweaked it over to what I'm doing now. And it helps from content planning to, you know, keeping my clients organized. So Canva, Trello, and Flick. Those are my nice. top three. Ooh, I love those. They're all good. Um, so I use, I've used Flick in the past. Um, so I, I'm in between with like, well, hashtags, you know, it just depends on what I'm doing. But for my clients, I do use Flick. That's a hashtag generating tool. Um, I use later media to schedule out my content, to schedule out my content for Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Girl, you're on all these platforms. <laughs> yeah, I have all of them. And um, I use, well, I use Later for, this is the great thing I love about Later is I use it for all of mine, but then I have all my clients in there too, and they have their own little hub. So to me, it's like, it's instead of me logging in and out to everybody's account and my account, it's all right there on one dashboard. Um, and I, I pay for it, but it's it's worth it. Like Later Media is way better than Planoly, way better than Plan, way better than other ones. Hey, I, I, like, I like Plan, Plan that. But um, so so for creating content, I definitely hands down Canva. 
Um, I use it for templates. Um, so a lot of my client creation is in templates and then I kind of repurpose it in there um, for eBooks, for podcast covers, for blog, you know, pins. So Canva is the go-to paid version for sure. Um, and then for stories, I like to use, um, uh, 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 for story, <laughs> for stories, I use a different combination of tools, um, and I've tested them out. So I guess I really don't want to mention those cause they're, they're not that good to recommend. Um, another one, if you guys like to make gifts, uh, wobble is one that I use to make little gift or stickers or memes. Um, they're really good for that. And then for housing my content, I use Google Drive uh, mm -hmm. between my. So there you guys have it. I hope you enjoyed this audio. If you guys actually want to watch the live video, head over to my Instagram, which is Wendy E. Delarosa. And you can go ahead and view it on IGTV. It is all there for you. And um, you want more information, go ahead and check the show notes. I'll go ahead and link it up in there. Have a great day until then.